millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Good evening, good afternoon, good morning, wherever and wherever you are listening to this one from. It's the SC Report for Round 17 of the NRL. Supercoach finals time is here, big time of year. Normally we're scrounging for trades, saving, scrimping, everything we can do to make sure we can see through these final rounds of the year. Different sort of kettle of fish this time around. COVID-19's hit, it's a strange old year. Everyone still seems to have an absolute buttload of trades. And thankfully, with all the injury carnage going on, we certainly need them as the year heats up. It's JT here, and I'm on my lonesome tonight. Every other person I tried uh, went and writing teams analysis. Lakey, uh, his poor child's got something called slap cheek, slip cheek. Not sure what the go was there, but didn't sound great. Not ideal. Stalsy in the wars as well. I'm not sure what's going on there. Uh, Benny G getting married this weekend, and yeah, obviously MIA as a result, uh, but still putting same game multis on as I'm getting a few <laughs> just prior to the pod here. So it's little old me here to see you through round 17. As we said, important time of year, plenty going on in the NRL. Uh, still a fair bit to get through for Supercoach here, but uh, given it's just me, how about we uh, make them? The whole uh, vibe of the pod, keeping it simple, stupid, K-I-S-S. Not going to bang on too much. There's uh, a fair bit to get through with teams, but how about keep it short and sweet, straight to the point, Uh, no arguments or anyone uh, to argue with here. So it's going to be a nice, easy pod, I'm sure. Uh, Of course, we'll go through all the TLT news for round 17, have a look at some of the key players in some of those matchups there that I've highlighted uh, I'll take a look at some of the rankings, see around the grounds, and then I'll take a quick look through some of the most traded in and traded out players and give my thoughts on them. So how about it? I'll uh, make this one a guarantee, JT guarantee. It won't go longer than 40 minutes. If it does, I'll personally buy you a beer at the Down Under Bar and we can talk about the 2015 Grand Final. Uh, more than happy to do that one there if I break my word here. 40 minutes. Let's get straight into it. Uh, as we said, around the grounds, it's been Kirk up watch all season long, and we've been riding the the wave with him. Unfortunately, he's uh, yeah, he's like a bit of a beached whale at the moment. His season's just gone a little bit off kilter there. Some of the pods just not working. And wouldn't you know it, we have one point separating the both of us. So Kirk up, he is sitting on 421st. I'm sitting on 423rd after a handy enough 1380 last week. Um, wouldn't have thought it. He was top 10 at some point this year. Uh, the mighty have fallen, but still top 1k. You'd absolutely take that to see at the start of the year. So we'll see where he finishes. Uh, hoping to keep up the rankings there. But you know what? I'm going some pod, throw on some darts, uh, go on the pod route because, you know, you just never know what could happen in this game. So uh, seeing the year out, there'll be some fireworks. I'll talk to, well, how about it? My unpopular opinion of the week. Let's get straight into it. Of all the Panthers you want this week, and there's a fair few of them. 
coming up against the Broncos. Everyone knows what an absolute basket case they've been. Sorry, any Broncos fans out there. It's as long a season for you as it is for me as a Cows fan. But this week, everyone's looking at the likes of Mansour, the likes of Brian Toto, of course, Nathan Cleary, if you've got him. If you don't, you've just got to bring him in. But of all the Panthers you could possibly want this week, Liam Martin, for me, is the one I'm going with. Uh, Not a lot of... uh, Penrith flavour to my side now that Appy Corusau, uh is out, traded him out last week. He's in the 18 jersey this week, so I'll play it by ear and see where he lands. But I'll talk a little bit about Liam Martin later in the pod, but I reckon he is a fantastic shout given what we saw last week. Uh, some of those Broncos defensive efforts do not bode well for their efforts up against the red-hot Penrith side. And Liam Martin, I reckon, will be right on the back of that. As we said, it's head-to-head finals this week, draft from next week. So hopefully you've uh, cracked the final eight, uh, a lot of competitions, a lot of cash comps, that kind of thing. So it's a great time of year, uh, plenty of fireworks to come. Max of eight trades left. So we did mention at the top of the pod, there's a lot of uh, movements still going on. Normally this time of year, we've already blown through them all. So uh, yeah, with about eight trades left, if you've got to save a couple, uh, save them next week. Why not go large while the uh, year heats up? Alrighty, let's get into the team list news from round 17. Uh, not too many surprises here. So a couple of players on the bubble over the last couple of weeks have been named on the extendeds and uh, on the bench there. So the likes of Angus Crichton, he's back there. As we mentioned, uh, Appy Corusau, both of those guys are named on the extendeds at the moment. Plenty of eyes on them. No SJ. Uh, again, it's a, a reoccurrence of a, a hamstring issue. So it was the hamstring as uh, John Morris let slip in the presser last Last week, so uh, not just the groin, but apparently, according to physio, the ever reliable NRL physio, standard recovery time frame for those is kind of two weeks, two to four weeks. So he could be a shout for next week, but geez, it's a lot of uh, time spent on the sidelines by SJ. So wouldn't blame you for going the likes of Brimson, likes of Munster, uh, plenty to get through there. Alrighty, let's go game by game as Broncos, Penrith off the top of the charts. So this will be a, uh, well, dry track up here. I'd imagine the weather's pretty nice up here. Springtime in Brizzy, it's the place to be. Uh, just spells nothing but carnage for the poor old Bronx. Uh, we'll talk about them first. Payne Haas finally back from his two week suspension. He's a straight swap for the suspended Joe Offerhengawi. Uh, Corey Oates comes back in to replace Jordan Kahu. Isaac Luke returns at hooker. Corey Pakes back to the bench. And Brody Croft, poor old Brody, drops out. So big news there, obviously, Payne Haas back, partnering up with Paddy Carrigan, uh, two of the most popular supercoach players with good reason. Uh, Joe Offerhengawi's suspension should seal some good minutes for Paddy Carrigan. So I suspect a lot of uh, super coaches will be running the Payne Haas and Carrigan duo there. See nothing wrong with that. I think they'll be getting through a lot of tackling. Uh, only risk would be if they're just letting in so many tries. The base just can't uh, can't match it. But geez, you can't see anything but a couple of 80-minute games for these guys here. So Payne Haas might be uh, stinging after two weeks on the sidelines there. So they need something. They need a spark. He might be the one to provide it. Uh, wouldn't look back. I tried playing it cute with Paddy Carrigan a couple of weeks ago. Didn't work. The guy just gets through too much work. So uh, absolutely nothing wrong with sticking both of those guys in. Outside of that for the Broncos, uh, David Fafita. I've got him down as a, a little player of interest here. So as we go through the games, I'll, I'll point these sort of guys out. Um, some of the possibly more pod plays, some of the just no-brainers. But David Fafita, plenty of interest about him, uh, particularly after his last week try-scoring effort against the Roosters. I mean, in a game where they were just destroyed, uh, the fact that Fafita could pull out a 90-odd 
uh, inclusive of that try. It was uh, fantastic stuff for him. Three-round average of 77, so doing all the right things. Uh, not a th- for some reason I had in my head this guy was more heavily reliant on attacking stats than I thought. But if you actually look, he's only scored the two tries uh, since he's returned. He had a game a couple of weeks ago where he got an 80-odd, um, pretty much all through base. There's been a lot of tackle busts. Um, what have we got here? Uh, minimum four per game since he's been back. So last week he, he busted. He's busted 22 tackles in his last four games. So no matter what, no matter how bad the Broncos seem to be going, he's basically one bright spark for them. Um, yeah, games against South smashed, Roosters smashed, but still he was running the ball, breaking tackles. And running the ball 14, 18, 18, 17 times across those four games. So no question about his workload. He's there, he's, he's you know, making a statement. He's on the way out, but he's still delivering for them. So one of the few bright spots for them over the last couple of months. So, I mean, this week he's running at Billy Kickow, who doesn't, um, you know, doesn't stick every single tackle. So it could be a fair few little busts and offloads potentially there if they decide to target the underdone Kickow. So David Fafida tossing up uh, whether to go him this week, whether to pull the trigger. Um, but yeah, I reckon I can see another big game from him here. He's been quite good. I'm a believer now. Penrith, their opponents for this one here. Isaiah Yo, as expected, is out with that head knock, nasty or head knock last week. Straight back in, Billy Kickow. He's a welcome return for them. Uh, Kurt Capewell back from injury via the bench. He was named on the extenders last week, didn't quite make it back, but um, good old Curdy Capewell is back for them. Leota joins the starting pack with Tyron May going back to the interchange. So as you mentioned off the top, Appy Coruscant, he's been named in the 18 jersey. So luckily for any owners who've still hung on there, it is the first game of the week. So you'll obviously know before you have to um, lock trades in and that kind of thing. So Appy, wouldn't this be a, a terrific game for him to come back in and, uh, well, He's been getting a lot of 80-minute games. If he gets one here against the Broncos, should be raining attacking stats. Players of interest for this one, well, a couple of them. I'll go through Brian To'o firstly, 483K, one of the more popular uh, picks for this week. Bounced right back with a 90-odd against the Tigers last week. He looked very much settled back in. Almost 100K cheaper than Mansour, Josh Mansour's. Um, Definitely, if you're still trying to find reasonably priced options and this guy's got plenty of upside to him. Can't see much wrong there with, with the likes of To'o. We saw how the Roosters picked him apart last week, uh, basically just seeing more of the same for him. So, I mean, Mansource has been a little uh, – he's been consistent but not blowing the roof off, whereas a guy like Brighton To'o has got um, Triscorer written all over him there. So, seeing nothing wrong with that trade there, saving a bit of money from Mansour and also going, I guess, more of a pod route. A lot of players, Supercoach players, own Josh Mansell while Brian Toto has been on the shelf for quite a while. So uh, if you're trying to get in, uh, get some Penrith jerseys in your Supercoach side this week, can see nothing wrong with going the likes of Toto there or even Mansell. You know, he's, 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 he's 100K cheaper, but as I said, his floor is terrific. So can't see much wrong there. And you're also then going with the crowd. Uh, Broncos, Cowboys, and Dogs in his run home. He's got the Eels, uh, the Penrith Guys, I've got the Eels next week, who uh, obviously were pretty shaky last week against South. So maybe that's no longer the um, tough old matchup we might have thought it was heading into the back end of the year. So uh, regardless, this week, next week, the week after, Penrith, you just see a lot of points coming their way. It's 11 in a row, though. 
So I guess there's always the risk that they have a, a bit of a down game, but um, they're definitely liking their back line heading into the business end. And the guy that I talked about at the uh, the top, the unpopular opinion of the week, I reckon this guy is a, is just a great shout this week. Um, Going to have egg on my face. I absolutely know it comes Sunday. But uh, Liam Martin, 526K, second row only. He's guaranteed 80 minutes. If you look at his uh, well, output on the field so far this season, while the likes of Isaiah Yo and Billy Kickout around him, Fisher Harris, they've all pretty much been up and down with their minutes. You just don't know what you're going to get week to week. Liam Martin's been a, a show of consistency across that time. So pretty much 80 minutes right from the get-go. Six of his last eight games above 57. So, I mean, it's not um, not the, you know, the hugest floor there. Um, still handy enough score. And does seem to need a try to go big in uh, games without a try this year, 10 of them. Seven of those were sub 50. So obviously needs the attacking points to go large. A lot of second rows do. Liam Martin's no different. That said, the Broncos, current opponents, are giving up the third most points to edge forwards. And you just need to look at last week and see what Satili Tupanua did. Uh, obviously, the Roosters, similar sort of form line as the Panthers, and they just tore them to shreds. It's been the story of the Broncos' season. They cannot stick tackles. They basically packed it in, given it up. They've got nothing else to play for outside of uh, dodging the wooden spoon, the dreaded wooden spoon. Um, but just the way they fell off tackles, and they've been doing it week on week on week. I can't see what's going to change across a week. And Liam Martin's been getting a lot of quality ball from Nathan Cleary on that edge there. Nice sort of combination forming there. It seems to be the way they like to shape their attack. I'd be interested to see what happens with Billy Kickow coming back. But as we said, this has just 50 points plus written all over it. Not sure what um, sort of Broncos side, what frame of mind they're going to be in. But uh, yeah, purely on just potential ceiling here, I reckon a guy like Liam Martin, if he gets a double, he's going 100 plus. And I'm banking on that this week. Uh, talked about Fafita just before, but I've gone Liam Martin over him. Bit of a pod play. Um, definitely not a, a popular option this week. A lot of uh, fa- more fancied sort of players, the Mansours, the Tottos, even the Kickhouse uh, are more popular than this guy. But um, just to shake things up a little bit, try and creep my way up that ladder uh, even further, I'm going to go Liam Martin. We'll see where we end up. But as we said, the run home for Penrith just looks so good. Uh, even if he goes quiet this week, you know, he's every chance of having a big couple of weeks heading forward. So Liam Martin, you are my pod buyer my unpopular opinion of the week um putting all the eggs into the martin basket so we'll see how we go knights and sharks they kick us off on friday night six o'clock at mcdonald jones up in newcastle they're looking to bounce back here what a disaster that was against the warriors for the knights uh for them mitch barnett still named like copping a sternum injury last week while phoenix crossland replaces randall on the bench Brody jones in for the suspended pasami solo um, so yeah, not a lot of not a lot of movement there. They're still struggling to field. The likes of Daniel Safidi still a while away. Um, Sione Matautia still a while away. The interesting one there is Barnett. So I had a bit of love last week. I bought him in. Uh, obviously disappointed to get the forty three that he did, but injury affected. Uh, the issue going forward for him is pain management. So sternum uh, injury is going to take some painkillers, hopefully get through the game. It's a bit of a worry just because of that. Is he going to get a, a bit of an extra spell, not have to work through the 70-plus minutes he's been normally going through? Happened to him last week, didn't get through a hell of a lot of work. So, I mean, that's the worry for him. He's an upside player, though. So if you reckon the Knights are going to bounce back, um, probably wouldn't play too cute with him and just play him if you need to. But for me, I'm uh, just resting him this week. I'll just play it by ear, see what happens. Uh, I've got some handy enough replacements there, Liam Martin, and uh, we'll see how we go. But, geez, the Knights can't go much worse than last week. 
And with that in mind, player of interest this week, Kalen Ponga. Uh, so he's actually in the top 10 for tradeouts. So a lot of uh, rage trades for this guy here. Games against the Roosters, Dragons, and Titans to finish after this. So, I mean, potentially super coaches are looking to that game against the Roosters. Uh, just thinking maybe this is the week to get uh, off the Ponga train. Might be a bit of a pod play. But we just know trading the guns in this game can sting you. And a guy like Ponga uh, has done it time and time again when we try to get cute with him. Uh, we know he's got a huge game uh, left in him. We know the Sharks aren't you know, the strongest opposition. Did get the job done against the Cowboys, but who doesn't these days? So, yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, Ponga, he's he's definitely not um, in that captaincy option kind of mould, but I reckon we know exactly what he can do with this game. To me, he's a set and forget. I don't think we need to be worrying too much at this stage of the year. Uh, there's no you know, fullbacks knocking down the door that you need to get in that fullback spot there so i reckon run with the crowd keep ponga in uh ton is just around the corner so due he's absolutely due with a capital d sharks their opponents this week uh josh dugan and jesse ramian uh dugan's with the knee issue and ramian with the head knock they've both been named but uh definitely carrying a bit of a bit of a cloud into them in this game here Chad Townsend's returned bumps top Connor Tracy, can't get it out. Connor Tracy to the bench, who was pretty good last week, while Fafita, Andrew Fafita drops out of the 17. SJ still not named, possibly a week away. So, yeah, a bit, uh, bit too long out on the sidelines. I think a lot of players have flicked him on. If not already, they'll do it this week. But, uh, yeah, stinger for SJ there. Player of interest for me, CSE Vitalikai. So named on the bench again. So he came off the bench last week to fill in for uh, Ramian when he went off with his head injury. Uh, reliably informed by our minutes man, Wilfred, that uh, when Ramian came back onto the field, Talakai stayed out there and played through the middle, which is handy enough. But I don't know. I reckon if uh, in the event that Dugan or Ramian are ruled out and, and Talakai is the one promoted, I reckon he'd be worth a shout if you're still carrying him in your side. Uh, definitely an upside player. He did score last week against the Cowboys. It was a, a great effort out on that uh, that right edge. So against the Knights, we saw how fragile they were. If you're banking on a, the likes of Talakai crossing for a meaty and you're, you're worried about that sort of AE emergency, AE nightmare sort of situation, I reckon just keep an eye on uh, teams list that come out on Thursday night. If uh, Talakai is named at centre, I know it's it's not as ideal a position for Supercoach as the second row, but I reckon Talakai could, uh, could sneak a little meat pie here. He's uh, been finding the line at uh, yeah, well, looking good anyway. So, Talakai, keep your eye out for team lists. Nothing too much else there of interest. So, let's move to the Rabbitohs and the Storm. Friday's second game at ANZ Stadium. What an absolute cracker this is going to be. So, both sides had uh, pretty convincing wins last week. Rabbitohs blowing the Parramatta Eels off the park. No one had that coming. And the Storm getting the job done against a uh, pretty dreadful manly side. So, definitely the two sides in form should be an absolute cracker on Friday night. For the Bunnies, Latrell Mitchell, he's obviously gone for pretty extended time on sidelines. He's replaced by Alex Johnson at fullback. Dan Gagai returns at centre for Stephen Masters. So, uh, yeah, in comes Gagai. It's pretty healthy cavalry to have. Player of interest for them here for me, Damian Cook. Um, so definitely fallen way, way off the, way, the uh, radar, I guess, over the last um, couple of months. Everyone's been keeping an eye on him, waiting for him to explode. We've seen glimpses of it, but nothing consistently uh, Cook-like from him. I know last week even uh, without, I think he got a, a line break in upgrades and a few uh, bits and pieces there to bump him from around 50-odd to the 70, which is uh, definitely handy enough. But you even saw when the Rabbitohs were on an absolute tear, it still wasn't really Cook 
leading the charge there it was the guys around him, the Walkers, the Reynolds that were getting the job done. So, yeah, it was a uh, interesting game for any Cook owners there. Coming up against the Storm, obviously the, it can be the kiss of death in Supercoach, but I'm just keeping an eye on um, some of their, their shufflings in the Storm side, which we'll get to. You've got Tino Fasu Malawi. He's named at lock there. Um Christian Welsh, he missed a couple of tackles, pretty big tackles on the line last week as well. Luckily, they had some cavalry around to make up for it. But, um, I mean, not flimsy, but not storm-like. I reckon they could be exposed through the middle there if they're going to get them anywhere, the bunnies. And that's got to be off the back of Damien Cook. A lot of big uh, big boppers in that storm side. So, I reckon if you uh, if you haven't gone the Smith route and you've kept Damien Cook around, I reckon he could outpoint Smith in this one here. I kind of like his his matchup. Despite it being the storm and they're pretty, pretty handy across the park, I reckon Cook could be the one to uh, to break him open here. And speaking of the Storm, we mentioned there's been some shuffling for them. Marion Seve, unfortunately, gone for the year with an ACL injury. Tough news for him. Sofa Solomona out with calf strain as well. Branko Lee joins the back line, and Isaac Lumi Lumi is uh, still named there. He had a debut game last week, pretty handy out there. Uh, he's still got that wing spot down. Chris Lewis starts in the back row, and Riley Jacks joins the interchange. So, yeah, we said Tino F defending at lock there. Uh, big body, Christian Welsh, uh, wasn't sticking the tackles last week, was uh, exposed a little bit around that rock, ruck there. And Lewis as well, it's a yeah, bit of an inexperienced sort of combination there. So I'd be very interested to see if uh, Damien Cook starts to target that, but I can see it happening. So uh, interesting times. This game should be an absolute cracker, as we said. Players of interest for the Storm for me, the Twin Camerons. So a lot of players bringing them straight back into the side last week on their return. Uh, not the best games from both of them. Munster was sort of still feeling his way out there, uh, letting all the work pretty much go through the hands of Ryan Pappenhausen. Out of car, Justin Ollum on that left edge there. Not a lot he needed to do. And Cameron, well, Cam Smith, he had his quietest game for quite a while. In terms of tackling, uh, I think it was one of his lowest outputs for the year. So obviously coming back from that shoulder issue, might just be trying to ease his workload out there and uh, maybe hide him away in the defensive line a little bit. So interested to see as a new Smith owner, hopefully that's not a sign of things to come and we see the regular uh, energetic defensive Cam Smith back here leading the storm from the front. So uh, just in this one here, though, I reckon Cook could be in for a pretty big one and Smithy might be outpointed by him. Dogs end the Titans Saturday, 3 p.m. at ANZ Stadium. Well, if it wasn't for Supercoach, I'm sure there wouldn't be a lot of uh, interest in this one here. But for the Dogs, Jake Avarillo and Luke Thompson return on the bench in place of Sione Katoa and Dean Britt. Uh, nothing much of Supercoach interest there. Player of interest from them. Raymond Fatala Mariner keeps scoring tries, so I haven't gone back and seen how many, but um, just seems to find the line at pretty regular intervals. Uh, definitely a shout of nabbing one here. Obviously um, not in the sort of echelon of some of the other second rowers we've got there, and I think you want to be on a, a Panther or maybe even a, a Rooster down the track. A uh, lot of options there. RFM's probably not the uh, the most popular, but um, yeah, he's definitely still getting the attacking stats in a side that doesn't have a lot of them. So I've been liking what he's been doing. Regular 80-minute stints, uh, not the worst shout. And Will Hopperwad, he talked about him just about every single pot of the year when he hasn't been injured. Uh, completely off the radar now that he had a 20-odd last week against the Raiders. Wasn't his night. Spilled the ball uh, that led directly to a Raiders try and seemed sapped of confidence after that. But before that, he was adver- pretty 
averaging pretty much 60-plus in that fullback spot. Ever since he's moved there from centre wing, he's uh, not been a revelation, but in terms of supercoach consistency, he's had it. Uh, the one down week will have everyone off him, but uh, if you're still looking for a bit of a pod option in your centre wing, backing him in to bounce back here against the Titans. Hopefully a sunny old track down at ANZ could be plenty of points, even if it's the Bulldogs. So Will Hopawadi, still keep your eye on him. For the Titans, Fodawaka returns via the bench in place of Jai Whitbread. AJ Brimson, he has been fantastic, still named at fullback again. Tyrone Peachy, uh, he's still named at lock as well. He had a decent game last week, got a try to, to boost his score into the 70s. But um, yeah, bit of an X factor for them there. I, I kind of like it. Uh, Arrow's still not there. Um, he's been named in the extended reserve. So it uh, looks still about a week away, but uh, interested to see what happens in his uh, Titan Swan song. Player of interest for me, AJ Brimson, as we mentioned, he's been uh, basically a revelation at fullback over the last couple of weeks for the Titans, proving to be uh, basically what they were missing without him this year. Very much an X factor, similar to, to Peachy, as we've said. They've got a lot of spark across the pack there, but um, could be his combination this week with Brian Kelly. Uh, playing against that pretty awful right edge uh, defensive line of the Dogs, running against the likes of Kerrod Holland, that combination could be absolutely lethal this week. Uh, we saw what Jack Whiten did in the space of about 10 minutes up against that edge. Uh, last week it was, yeah, curtain. It should be curtains for the Dogs if AJ is in form here and it's dry track. I reckon the likes of him and Kelly could be in for a massive game here. But um, AJ Brimson, if you flicked SJ out a couple of weeks ago to him, you're absolutely laughing now because uh, he just looks on the up and up. So plenty of players bringing him in this week. Hopefully, fingers crossed, no one breaks him. But uh, you wouldn't imagine it against the dogs here. We saw what Whiten did, a similar sort of running game. I reckon it could be uh, more line breaks for AJ Brimson here. To bank on his, I think he's had about bloody eight over the last three weeks. It's been an incredible run for him. Alrighty, let's take a quick break and then come back to go through the last four games of the round. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am, but Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All righty, we're back to go through the last four games of the round. Just checking the clock. What am I at? 25 minutes. So I've got uh, 15 to go before I'm shouting everyone beers at Dunder. Sea Eagles versus the West Tigers, Saturday 5.30 at Lotto Land. Um, well, both sides basically could be, well, seasons might be over there. 
stretch into the top eight might be a little too far for both of them. So who knows what the hell we're going to see here. A lot in the media today about West Tigers. They've given Benji the flick. So, geez, this uh, could be mines elsewhere sort of deal coming in. But manly, geez, they've been ordinary the last couple of weeks. So uh, Des Haslett needs to spark something into action here. And he's going to need the likes of Abbas Miski, who replaces the injured Ruben Garrick on the wing to do it. Jack Gazewski replaces Joel Thompson, who's out for the season with an ankle injury in the second row and Corey Waddell joins the bench so obviously still no turbo uh, they're still struggling without him it's uh, unfortunately been the, the puzzle piece that's been missing and they just can't kick on this season without him so interested to see what uh, what they do if they decide to bring turbo back in before the year's out but um, you'd suspect with season potentially gone it's probably not worth it player of interest for the for manly side for me Adam Fanua Blake he's been off the radar as well out of sight out of mind kind of thing but we saw last week fed the ball from to power at the front at the uh well right in front of the post there strolled through for a try against the mighty old storm so who knows maybe he could be back to to his best he got 50 minutes last week uh been building since his return so he got 40 the week before that 50 last week um definitely underpriced 450 odd k so basically his lowest of the season if anyone's looking for a pod play in their front row for whatever reason even though we've got the likes of Haas back and Carrigan there Clemmer he's been named as well like a guy like Adam Fanua Blake has plenty of upside to him. Loves uh, finding a strife every now and again as well. So yeah, I don't, I don't mind that play there. He's uh, been building, and everyone's looking the other way. So why not sneak him in if you can? For the Tigers this week, Tommy Talau been dropped after yeah, pretty ordinary couple of weeks for him. He's he's gone off the boil a little bit. Hopefully eases any AE nightmares for anyone that still has him. AJ Kapoa takes his place on the wing. Josh Alloyer returns at prop. Matty Eisenhuth goes back to the bench and Sean Bloor drops right out. Player of interest, uh, not too many left in the Tigers' side there. Obviously, Harry Grant's still not getting uh, – he won't get 80 minutes to see the year out with uh, Jake Little there. Uh, David Norfoluma, I've got him as my player of interest here. It was the left-side attack of the Storm last week that absolutely destroyed Manly last week, so I suspect the Tigers will probably go down that edge. Uh, good news for the likes of Lucy Leilua out there. If anyone still owns him, could be a good game. But, yeah, we've seen David Norfoluma. He's been uh, called out as having a tough run, but, uh, yeah, he's still finding the stripes. Scored one against the Roosters a couple of weeks ago. Very, very late try. And last week opened the scoring against the Panthers, the only try the, the Tigers scored all night. So he's still been up there, still getting the uh, the tries that he doesn't normally get. I can see him coming in for a lot of work against this manly side. A lot of big bodies in that that lineup. So uh, while they probably won't shift majority of their attack down his edge, he'll still come in and look for the bus. I reckon we could see a pretty handy game from him here. So definitely no questions asked. He's in the side this week. Saturday, 7.30 game. The Raiders coming up against the Roosters. Grand final rematch. Looking forward to this one. Raiders got the uh, surprising win earlier in the season. Their Roosters out for revenge in this one. Raiders have been pretty good though over the last couple of weeks. They've been uh, giving up some leads, but then clawing them back with ease. Broncos and uh, Bulldogs, I don't know what you said at halftime, but it didn't work. Raiders have been uh, coming home with an absolutely wet sail. For the Raiders, Corey Harawiranaya returns in place of Matty Tomoko. Obviously, CHN couldn't play last week against the former club. Josh Papali and Saliva Havili are named to start with Louis and Starling returning to the bench. We saw last week in the 
couple of weeks before that. They, Stuart's been doing a little uh, sneaky swap of, of those guys and bringing the benchies on for them. So it didn't do anything to blunt Papali last week. He was absolutely massive despite coming off the bench. And maybe it's running against tired forwards, uh, a bit more energy in the legs. Not sure what it is, but uh, it seems to be working for him. So even if he is uh, pushed back to the bench as usual over the last couple of weeks, I wouldn't worry too much as owners. He's still absolutely getting the job done. Minutes are still up there as well, so not to worry there. Player of interest, Jack Whiten. Uh, so scored a couple of tries last week and against the Titans the week before. He's been in a pretty rich vein of form, but again, coming up against the Roosters, they could be super coach killers for him. We know Whiten's not often a consistent super coach player, and two games together is a surprise. Three would be an absolute shock. I can't see it happening, um, but you just never know. I mean, the the... Roosters have uh, still got some big bodies in that defensive line, a couple of uh, not so much rookies, but um, not their full strength squad just yet. So, yeah, interested to see whether Whiten can still have that same impact running against a a stiffer defensive line. I suspect he probably won't, but um, I don't know. If if he can put a third big game together here, maybe he's worth a definite shout in the run home for whatever reason you need to find a 5'8". I know you've probably missed the boat with his uh, last couple of games here, but if he can prove... Uh, that he's definitely in a the vein of form he seems to be in right now against a tough opposition. Uh, he'd be match-up proof and definitely worth a run in the back three games if you can squeeze him in. But a uh, huge test for him here. Interested to see how he goes. For the Roosters, big names are returning for them. Luke Keary back, Boyd Cordner uh, again named in the starting side. Drew Hutchison is out. And Nat Butcher is benched. Uh, Sonny Bill, he's the big one. SBW is about 280-odd K in Supercoach. He's named on the interchange. So watched a couple of his games for the Wolfpack before COVID hit. Uh, not the best, not the best form. Age might be catching up with him. But, uh, yeah, who knows what Sonny Bill we're going to get. What an absolute, uh, yeah, circus or sideshow. It's a very interesting time of year. Didn't think we'd be seeing SBW in the NRL in 2020. But here we are, named on the bench in the back stretch of the year. Who knows what we're going to get. Probably not a super coach option, but you never bloody know. Hawassa Pharmacilli drops out. Angus Crichton and Mitch Orbison both named among the reserves. So Crichton seems to always be a couple of weeks away. This time he's been named in the extended, so I'd suspect he's still a week away. Uh, They don't often play silly buggers with these kinds of things. But, uh, yeah, good news for Crichton and potential Crichton owners in the backstretch if he's uh, right and fit to go. Possibly won't be this week. Player of interest for me, Brett Morris. Going to be a hell of a lot of kicks and traffic directed down his edge this week, given Canberra uh, looked a little shaky out there uh, last week. So BMO was probably fortunate to get that late try against the Broncos there. They were tailing them up all across the park, just not on BMO's side. But this week I can see them uh, shifting plenty of traffic down his edge. So again, he's uh, in the top 10 for buys. Can't see anything wrong with that um, pod play, a guy in your head-to-head final that you will not want to come up against. So BMOS, when the Roosters are on and they've been on pretty much all year, he's the guy that seems to benefit. So 70-odd, despite being completely out of the game last week, that's just what he can do. So uh, definitely watching out for him this week, hoping my opponents do not have him. But uh, yeah, it could be a pretty big game from him coming up here, I'd suspect. Warriors in the Eels, Sunday at 4 p.m. at Central Coast Stadium. The resurgent Warriors coming up against the Eels, who were stunned last week. Who the hell knows what we're going to get here? Can't wait for it. Lone players George Jennings and Daniel Alvaro weren't 
or aren't permitted to play against Parramatta and are replaced by Jared Beal and Joshy Curran. Jack Murchie replaces the uh, poor old injured Alicia Katoa, who's got a hand injury in the second row, and Isaiah Papali joins the bench. So I don't think the Warriors even had a full uh, full quota of players for this game here. There's a missing benchy in there ex- extended. So that's how dire the situation is, but they just keep finding a way. Player of interest for me, Jazz Tavanga. So I talked about him last week as being a guy that will outscore Tohu. That was my unpopular opinion of the week. And lo and behold, he ended up doubling his score. So courtesy of a late try there definitely helped Tavanga. But if you have a look in games where he's played over 40 minutes, he has outscored Tohu five out of six times this year. Uh, wouldn't mind a straight swap for the likes of, of Tohu if you've got him there. Tavanga looks uh, dialed in, getting the minutes. He had a, a down game a couple of weeks ago, but it looks to be the aberration rather than the norm. So I can see Tavanga being able to ride out the year with him in your side should be uh, should be some pretty handy points coming his way, uh, particularly coming up against the Eels. They uh, had a look back at the offloads they gave up last week, a couple to Cam Murray, a couple to some of the centres, Jackson Paulo, but um, nothing too much through the middle there. So be interested to see if Tavanga can still have the same impact, but I suspect given the form he seems to be in, I reckon the Warriors will see a, a way around them through uh, that, that sort of broken field play. So I reckon it's all going to come on the back of the likes of Tavanga trying to find a way through that um, tiring defensive line in the middle there. So I reckon Tavanga three plus offloads in this one here, 80 plus. Uh, Again, I'm not going to own him this week. I've gone Liam Martin over him, but going to be a tough one to watch as a non-owner. Dylan Brown is back for, oh, sorry, Dylan Brown's not back. Poor old Dylan Brown is out for the season, looking like with an ankle injury replaced by Jai Field at 5'8". Uh, Murata Niakore replaces Andrew Davey on the bench, so sparing any owners of Davey and AE Nightmare there, thankfully. Nothing much else from them. Player of interest for them for me, Nathan Brown. So I talked about him last week. He's uh, been a handy enough option so far this year uh, now that he's back on the park, getting some pretty good minutes, getting through a lot of base stat work through the middle there. Last week, probably the lone shining light for them for me. He was uh, getting through while the bunnies were toweling them up. Nathan Brown wasn't shirking the work. He was still getting up in their face, getting up in the defensive line, taking the tough runs, um, ended up with 70-plus in a side that um, basically did absolutely nothing on the night there. So could have been helped along. He had 75 minutes last week, but that could have been uh, related to some of the, the the Dylan Brown injury and that kind of thing. It was a pretty rough night for them, but uh, I've been liking the way his minutes have been shaping gets through a stack of work, and the Warriors do give up a 1.13 points per minute to front rowers, where I guess Brown primarily plays, not uh, exactly like for like. But, uh, yeah, I can see them giving up a few offloads here. Sunny old day at uh, Central Coast. I reckon a, a guy like Nathan Brown and Jastavanga, I'm looking forward to the battle here. I reckon it'll be uh, twin 80s for the both of them. And finally, game of the round, Cowboys and Dragons up at uh, Queensland Country Bank Stadium in Townsville, Sunday, 6.30pm. So a bit of a late start again for this one. For the Cows, Hamizo Tabuifito returns from a minor hamstring injury on the wing, pushing Val Holmes to fullback. Uh, Moore goes out. Cohen Hess is gone with suspension. See you later, Cohen. Scotty Drinkwater moves to 5.8, which uh, yeah doesn't bode well for the... Uh, Scorers trying to keep tally of his missed tackles. I reckon it could be double digits. And Gavard Cooper starts in the back row in his uh, what should be his final year for the club. SN Masters, he comes back to replace Connolly Lamelu at centre. Jake Clifford starts at halfback. And Dejan Arcee bumps Jake Granville off the bench. So a fair bit of deck chair moving there. A um, lot of injuries, suspensions, just not our year. It's, uh, yeah, 
Very tough times. Who knows what we're going to get? Nine losses in a row coming up here. Player of interest, there's not many left now that um, my boy Moore goes out. And Lolo's obviously still gone with that calf injury, hoping to come back in that round 20 grand final against the Broncos. But uh, only real players still standing for me. Josh Maguire, 523k dual second row front row. Got through 80 minutes of lock last week uh, playing out there for a score of just 48 uh, lowest tackle count all season for him. So it was a bizarre, bizarrely low scoring game for Maguire, who people were looking at now that Lolo was out, uh, named at lock. You'd imagine he's going to get through a hell of a lot of work, but didn't translate to super coach scoring last week. So I wasn't quite sure what I was seeing. Didn't really like him. I think there's players with more upside to them uh, than to go a guy like meat and potatoes, Josh McGuire at this stage of the year. It's more, I guess, sort of shoring up some handy scores, but I don't think you need to, to turn to the likes of him. He's not going to get an attacking stat, surely. So Josh McGuire, I know he's still got a little bit of interest, but I'd be looking elsewhere. Dragons, Tyrell Fui Maona replaces Trent Merrin on the bench. Um, nothing much else for them. Billy Britton uh, still named on the, the bench as well. Bench hooker, so might take some minutes off Benny Hunt. Player of interest for me, Zach Lomax. He is going to be running up against uh, basically the likes of Drinkwater at 5'8", Gavin Cooper in the defensive line. Uh, if he gets anywhere near SN Masters, I think they play on the opposite side of the field. That could be absolute carnage. But even just look at the left side defense of the Cowboys last week against Nakora, that was just absolutely ordinary. Talakai strolled through as well. It's just I can't see it improving in the space of the week. And Zach Lomax looks uh he looks lethal at times. A uh, bit of a down game for for him last week, but I see him bouncing right back. Same for you and Aiken, I guess, on the opposite side of the field. Um don't hold out much hope of uh, Nab and a win here. So I reckon Zach Lomax, he'll get plenty of ball out there. Hopefully Frizzell just bloody passes it to him because they're going to score, you'd imagine. But uh, yeah, hopefully he gets past Frizzell and straight into Lomax's hands because I reckon he's due at least to try in this one here. So not a captaincy option. I reckon it's a bit of a, a risk leaving it so late in the week. But uh, yeah, you could do worse than sticking it on him if you're absolutely uh, hoping for a bit of a pod play. That's the team on the game by game. So how much time we got left? 38 minutes. I've got a minute left. That's all I I need sometimes. I'm going to have a quick look at most popular trade-ins for the week. I mean, Cam Munster, he's up there as well. That's an interesting one for me. He had a bit of a quiet game last week. Tough opposition this week against uh, the Bunnies there. So he's got 4,000 trade-ins so far this this week. Um, Still got a a reasonably um, hefty break-even of 95. So I don't think he's marked urgent that's a lot of players getting rid of sj but uh guy i'd be going to instead a couple of weeks late but aj brimson just the way he's been playing breaking the line coming up against the dogs go for the upside player this week for mine uh caelan ponga we mentioned on the trade out list there he's number six uh everyone else the likes of mitchell uh tamalolo dylan brown as a yo sj they're all injury related but caelan ponga that's just raid trade stuff there now keep him around what are you doing um api coruscant traded out i'd be watching teamless for that one i wouldn't be uh moving him on if he's coming up against the broncos here so a couple of interesting names on there but my boy Liam Martin, he's my unpopular opinion of the week. And you know what? Just because I'm a nice guy, I'm going to let this one go over 40 minutes. And I will see all of you at Down Under Bar, round 18, Tuesday night, next podcast here. Beers are on me. See you up in Brizzy. See you on, uh, well, I won't see you this Sunday because uh, good mate Benny G, podcast, I would say regular, but he's been away from the mic a while. He is getting married up at Mullaney this week. I'll be heading up there with him. 
uh, Sunday night. It's finally here. It's been a long time coming for him. So congratulations, Benny G. If you see him on Twitter, drop him a congrats as well. He's gone into the married life. So uh, I don't know whether that's uh, a good or bad thing for your Supercoach output, but we will see from there. JT here. It's been a fun SC report. I will catch you all next week. Yeehaw. Raging